0: Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi friends, we are back again for an episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. Okay, before we dive into this episode, and this is going to be a good one that so many of you are going to relate to, I know for sure, before we dive in, I just want to give you a quick reminder that Sensitive and Soulful Self-Worth, my proven roadmap for HSPs to step into higher self-worth and self-confidence is open for enrollment until February 10th. So if you have been struggling with feeling insecure and second-guessing yourself and not feeling good enough and honestly feeling like you always have to prove your worthiness as a human being, this program is designed for you. It's designed to help you. And we're gonna work through all of those old, low self-worth stories that are holding you back and really keeping you stuck in a place that you don't want to be, in a place that isn't feeling good. So link is in the show notes to get more information and enroll in the course. Enrollment is open only for a little bit more until February 10th. So I'm super, super excited. Okay, so today's topic is very near and dear to my heart because it's honestly been one of my biggest struggles and it's all about overdoing it and pushing ourselves in order to prove our worthiness as a human being. So what this looks like to me, I'm going to be really talking about it as it relates to overachieving and trying to always feel smart enough, always feel accomplished enough, always feeling like I have to do things perfectly in order to be worthy. This has been a huge struggle for me. I can bring this back to like I I wouldn't say I was like an overachiever my whole life. I really wasn't. This showed up for me in different ways as a kid and then into my adult years. So when I was in my teens, like honestly starting in middle school, you know, I felt very insecure, which is pretty common. I felt insecure. I didn't have good skin. I was tall and lanky. I just often felt really awkward and I felt insecure compared to the other girls in my class my friends they were just like cute and they didn't struggle with acne like me and they weren't five foot eight and like 110 pounds like they just seemed like they had it all together and so compared to them i just felt like super awkward and oh just insecure i can still feel that feeling and so I fell into my own form of perfectionism which was I always wanted to like make myself look as good as I possibly could because I would just compare myself so hard to them and I just felt like okay well if I have the perfect clothes like I have all the cute clothes from Hollister <laughs> like I was super into that I was all about like always having my hair done and and going in tanning beds all the time and like wearing way too much makeup, like caking it on my face. And I would literally obsess over my appearance before I went to school because if any hair was out of place, if, if I thought my makeup looked bad, I just, it ruined my day. I was like, well, I'm not good enough. Like people are going to think I'm ugly and they're not going to like me and they're going to see that my friends are way better than me. And it, it sounds silly to say it out loud now, but it was just so real for me. I just didn't feel good enough. And so that was really my obsession with perfectionism and just trying my best to be quote-unquote perfect, however I could be, in order to just, like, feel more secure and and okay within myself. And then as I got older, in in my 20s, my early 20s, I moved out to California, and I felt better about my appearance. Like, I overcame the acne and gained weight so I didn't feel so tall and lanky and like I felt okay but inside I was still very insecure. I still had that same feeling that that younger version of me did where I was just like not good enough and I always second-guessed myself and I always just felt like I didn't quite fit in with other people and when I was in high school to just like Looking back, there were some boys in my grade who were just such jerks and they made fun of me for having acne and they were just like really cruel. And so the things that they said back then affected me deeply. And I always would kind of remember the mean things that they said. So even though years had passed and I'd gotten rid of the acne and I felt less awkward as a human, I still really carried those mean comments with me. And so in my early 20s, it shifted from a perfectionism toward my appearance. I mean, that was still there a bit, but it shifted more into like this overachieving type of activity. I, like I said, I had moved to California. I moved away from the Midwest. And so I was really feeling like this want to show them like oh I'll show them they were mean to me in high school like I'm going to be super successful here in California I'm going to live the coolest life I'm going to be doing great and screw them and that really drove me and I mean I'm happy I had that drive because it it pushed me a lot and and it allowed me to t- make a big move and and work really hard and and do all of these great things right but the driver beneath it was from a desire to be validated in a way. It was still a way for me to prove my worth. I was still trying to make that younger version of me feel like she was good enough. And so I would push myself so hard. I would push myself so hard at work. I would work long, crazy hours. I would try to be like everyone else just to feel like I was good enough. And it wasn't It wasn't a good way to be. And that type of behavior really has been something I've struggled with. Even to this day, if I'm not careful, if I'm not being aware of my actions, I can 100% fall into this behavior of needing to prove my worth, needing to do a little bit more, needing to make things look perfect, you know, and then being really hard on myself if I didn't do it perfect enough. And so Beneath that behavior, like I've said, is really a worthiness issue. It's really a way that I'm like, hey, do you see me? Do you see me? Do you see that I'm good enough? Look, I'm good enough. Look how hard I work. Look how perfect I made this. Look how nice my hair looks. Look at how good my clothes are. It's like this very empty well that will never, it's a well that's never going to be filled. (laughs) Like it's an endless supply. We're never going to be fully filled because if we're just looking to get validation from our accomplishments, and from always being perfect, like, it's just never going to give us that level of satisfaction. We're always going to be looking for the next thing, and looking for the next thing, and feeling unsatisfied, and it's, it's a slippery slope, and I've walked that slope. And so, something that has been really radical for me, as it relates to specifically, like, the perfectionism and the, the overachieving tendencies, is, of course, like, having, having awareness when I'm falling into those patterns. So this can look like for me personally, if I'm just being transparent, like if I am launching something brand new into the world as a service or program for HSPs, like I'm doing now, like I can have this tendency to be like, oh my gosh, am I, am I doing enough for it? Am I, am I sharing it in the right way? Do people like the way I'm sharing it? Right? Like I can get in my own head about these things. And the beautiful thing about self-awareness is that when you start to notice these things, then you can work on it right in the moment, right there. And then you can be like, oh, crap, I'm falling into that old pattern. Like, all right, let's look at this. And so it's been really helpful. Like, when you start to view life in this way, it's like, okay, every, every situation is an opportunity for me to, like, look in the mirror and turn it back to myself and see what what I'm trying to prove here and and work through that. So that's something I do all the time. I'm, I'm very actively always looking at myself and looking at the ways I'm I'm trying to prove myself and trying, you know, trying to be good enough when I am already good enough. You are already good enough. You know what I mean? And so that's been really huge for me. It's just learning how to have the self-awareness of, like, when I'm falling into those patterns and then stopping it in its tracks. So for me, that'll look like, so for me, that'll look like really witnessing it, witnessing the behavior, and then choosing to be kind to myself and choosing a more loving response. So if I can witness it, I'm like, okay, Alyssa, you are really pushing yourself hard here. What are you trying to prove? If I can get honest with myself and it's like, oh, man, Well, I'm just feeling like if I don't show up well enough for this, then I didn't give it my all and I'm just not good enough. Okay, what do you need right now? How can you show yourself some more compassion? Well, what I need right now is a break. I need to step away from my phone. I need to step away from my computer and I need to go for a walk and just clear my head and get some fresh air. Okay, great. Let's do it and then i do it. <laughs> and that's what the conversations look like for myself. And sometimes if it's if it's something that's really deep for me, you know, i might have more of a conversation with myself around it. I might do some journaling or some inner child work. So sometimes if there's a very specific thing triggering me, like oh, this person rejected me. This person didn't sign up. Oh, this person canceled their membership. These are things that happen when you're a business owner, by the way. <laughs> like you are going to face rejection. And so when these kinds of things happen for me, it's a perfect opportunity to, for me to look at the, the ways I'm feeling triggered and to show myself love and compassion and maybe do some work around it. Like realizing, oh, this is triggering that feeling of when I felt not seen as a kid and that feeling is getting hit on again and I'm feeling not seen again as an adult and that really hurts. okay. How can I be compassionate with myself? How can I rewrite this story? So these are just some things that I do that really help me. And because honestly, part of being human is like, we're gonna have things that trigger us. We're gonna have things that are difficult for us. We're, you know, we're sensitive human beings, by the way. Like, we're going to feel it deeply. We're not gonna be able to ignore these sensations, these feelings. And so instead of trying to run away from it or assume that we're just like a weak person, like, Facing it head on on, and having self-awareness and being willing to kind of like work through it is so, so huge. And another thing I want to share that was like totally radical for me, and if you're an overachiever, then I want you to feel into this one too, overachiever or a perfectionist or both. So I want you to ask yourself, what is my definition of enough? What is my metric of enough? And I'm going to give credit to my friend Ben Fritz here. He is so awesome. And I was having a conversation with him about my overachieving tendencies and how I always have this desire to like do more, 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 more. Oh, this isn't enough. Oh, this isn't enough. And he was like, what if you redefined what enough means to you? What is your metric of enough? What if enough didn't mean like, oh, I, I did enough work? What if enough included how you feel while you're doing the dang thing. So I'll give you a, a practical example. Um, maybe you're working on a presentation for work and you that's definitely an area where you like overachieve and you really want to prove yourself and you really want to do an amazing job and impress everyone and all of the things. And so you're trying to just make it so perfect and you're spending all of these hours on it and you're starting to lose sleep over it. But you're like, well, it has to be good enough. Like it has to be perfect. So that's a perfect time to ask yourself, what is my metric of enough? Maybe it's, okay, my metric of enough is I'm going to spend three hours on this project max, and I'm going to feel good that I spent those three hours. I'm going to know that those three hours I put in all I could put into it. And my metric of enough is that I'm going to be relaxed while doing this work because I don't think it's great to achieve all these things and, like, push ourselves so hard. If we're feeling like crap, like, then you're not even enjoying your life. And as highly sensitive, deep-feeling humans, I think bringing in the way we want to feel is an essential thing to measure, right? Like, it shouldn't just be about, like, oh, I achieved this thing. How did you feel while you were achieving that thing? How did you feel while you were in the process of that? A lot of times, and I'm raising my hand high here, we are like grinding ourselves to get to that goal. We are grinding ourselves to get to that outcome and we are depleting ourselves. We are losing sleep. We have stomach aches and we feel like crap because we are trying to do quote unquote enough to be enough. And that is not a way to live. So this is just something, gosh, I could talk about for so long because it's just been so alive for me and such a part of my life. And... It's something I'm always working on, and I'm happy to be transparent about it because I'm walking this path right alongside you, and I just love sharing where I'm at and the things that I'm learning so that I can be a light for you too, because we're walking this path together. So I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode and if it resonates with you. And one of the things that we focus on in the Sensitive and Soulful Self-Worth program is... On exactly what I'm talking about with you here today. So, it's about the ways that we are overachieving and totally depleting ourselves to prove our worthiness. And we're going to do the work to really get to the root of why we're doing that so that we can rewrite those patterns. Because like I shared with you, I'm able to have these conversations with myself and I'm able to now quickly identify what the root cause is. And then I'm able to rewrite it and really move on with my life. And so it took me a while to get to that place where I'm like, oh, it's hitting on this old insecurity. Oh, it's hitting on this old story. And I'm able to flip it and move on and not let it control me. And so that's really something I'm teaching in the program is like how you can get To a place where you're going to have so much awareness around your own triggers, your own insecurities, the ways that you have low self-worth beliefs, and how you can really learn how to release that and keep moving forward, and not let yourself be so ripped around by always needing validation from others, always needing to do things perfectly, always needing to like overachieve in order to feel good enough. So. I'm just like really excited to dive into all of this with you guys for seven weeks in the program. So definitely check out the link in the show notes here if you want to sign up for the program. Enrollment ends February 10th and then we get started shortly after that. So super excited. Can't wait to hear what you think. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.